Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid. God help you. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. They're all attacking me, including the racist AG, Attorney General in New York, whose state is falling apart from murders, rapes, robberies, drug deals, and every other form of record-breaking crime. As this racist AG, she is just as bad as you get. As she only campaigned, you know what her campaign was? I didn't know her, she didn't know me. I will get Donald Trump. And then, you know, she ran for governor, and she got like 2% or something. And then she went right back. I said, well, does this mean she's leaving the state from the attorney general because she's terrible? She's terrible on crime, unless it's Donald Trump we can get in some form. She was trying to protect banks, but the banks got paid. They never even defaulted. They were, uh, the fact is I made a lot of money. We have a lot of cash. We have a great company. I pay off the banks. I think she thought the banks were taken advantage of. No, the banks had the best lawyers in the country. Believe me, I know that. They're very smart. We don't need her protecting banks. We need her protecting the people of New York from being murdered. Great David Bowie, Young American. That was Donald Trump from his huge rally in Michigan on Saturday night, courtesy of Newsmax, calling Letitia James a racist, which she is. He's right. And uh, she needs to go. Dereliction of duty, all that stuff. Get rid of her. Her and Alvin Bragg, that would be quite a day, huh? Get rid of both of them in one day. And Kathy Hochul. Let's make it a threesome. Why not? He is the greatest politician in the history of New York. Peter King's right there, but Woody, he is America's mayor and now does a fantastic job, 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon, right here on this station. And most importantly, along with his son, Andrew, Andrew's beautiful wife, Z, and his granddaughter, Grace, a dear, dear friend of the Rosenberg family. He is Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, good Monday morning. How are you, buddy? I'm really, really good, Sid. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, and that Trump cut, he just flat out calls Atisha James a, <laughs> a racist. That's why you got to miss the guy. He's right. He's right. He is a racist. There's no question about it. But that type of stuff, Rudy, is why America misses Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, everybody almost seems like everyone else. And there are a lot of other good ones kind of talk around it and they. They talk the way politicians talk. He talks the way we talk, meaning <laughs> you, me, your wife, my wife, our friends. Or, for example, you mentioned Andrew uh, and Z and, and Grace were over last night and we had dinner. This is the way we talk. If our friends come over, we talk straight to each other. We don't right. beat around the bush. And all these politicians, it's as if they, they're always lying, holding something back. This is the way he feels. We agree with him. Other people can disagree with him. I always thought they were really, really crazy to criticize him for tweeting so much. Even the other side. At least they got to know what he was thinking. 
it's a, it's an unbelievable thing to know what your leader is thinking. We never had that with a president. I mean, we knew why he did things. So we could disagree with it. In a democracy, we could say, well, that's why he's a bad president. With this guy uh, in the White House, we don't know what the hell he's doing. No. He doesn't know what he's doing, so how no. would we know what he's doing? I mean, really, uh, and it, you almost don't want to laugh at it because it borders on sad and maybe speaks to dementia more than evil. But when he was trying to point out this uh, poor woman who was killed in a car crash back in oh. August, I mean, was that one of the, the the worst things you've ever seen from a leader, Rudy? Yeah. I find myself that a long time ago, I, I said, I shouldn't, even when he was running, I said to myself, I can't laugh about this. This is too serious. Yeah. If he becomes president, my country is going to be in a disaster. But I, I, I still find myself just laughing endlessly at oh, when Kamala Harris said we're in a we're we're in a friendly alliance with North Korea, <laughs> and at, at the very moment that they're sending rockets over Japan, trying to see if, how far they can go to reach the United States, she couldn't have picked the worst country. She might as well have said they're Russia. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Where do they find them? I, mean, I don't know. There you are. You're laughing. I'm laughing. And you say to yourself, "This is where do you find this woman? You, you have a demented president. I think if he had a competent vice president, he'd be gone by now. Yeah, agreed. I think even the Democrat Party, let's face it, they have to know even better than we do how bad it is. They work with him every day. They see him. The lapses he has in public, he has to have even more in private. But they're saying to themselves, the devil we know may be better than the devil we don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, with Kamala, uh, there was Donald Trump calling Letitia James a racist. And you mentioned Kamala last week, how ridiculous her statements were. But she also, I think, uh, Kamala made a very racist statement yesterday. And this was her response to the people down in Florida, Rudy, who should be getting some help after Hurricane Ian. If you missed it, I'm going to play it right now. This is Kamala Harris singling out her community, African-Americans, over everybody else in terms of Floridians needing help. Lou, play it. It is our um, lowest-income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. And I'm so women. we... Absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. So, Rudy, there it is. After a horrific tragedy for white people, black people, everybody, she's talking about helping out people based on equity. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe it, except it is about as clear a description of the current policy of the Democrat Party that you can possibly get. This is where they all are. She, she uh, I mean, she did us the favor of saying it. <laughs> the worst time to apply something like that is during an emergency, right. when the criteria for help is obvious who's affected the most who's hurt the most you know two people walk into a into a uh emergency room and one is seriously injured and the other isn't quite as seriously injured but needs equity so we let the person die who's white and yeah. we save the person who's black or whatever the whatever they want to do you turn it around in the old south we we take care of the white person and let the black person die this is just the reverse 
of the discrimination and the terrible, terrible uh, problem of discrimination we had in America, you know, 100 years ago. Yep. They just reversed. It's no different. It's no different if you uh, prefer a black to a white or a white to a black, if you're denying basic needs that people have. And can you pick a worse situation than a God-inspired uh, emergency where people, you know, are life or death is at stake? And she's trying to figure out, are we taking care of more blacks than whites? <laughs> I mean, and, I'm not, and by the way, I'm not done yet. So you've got Biden talking to dead people. You've got Kamala, who's out there, you know, worrying about black people after a hurricane. I got one more for you. And I've had, uh, I've talked about this lady with both Inna Vernikov in Brooklyn and Joe Borelli on Staten Island. Her name is Tiffany Caban. She's a councilwoman oh here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And her advice for anyone uh-huh. about to be attacked, stabbed, or murdered is, and I quote Rudy, you don't need the cops. Spill a soda to distract the perp or ask them where they went to school. So right before, God forbid, I mean God forbid, somebody breaks in her house, is about to rape her. Is she going to ask this guy where he went to school? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm sorry, sis. I know. I, no, I know. Laugh. What I know. a tragedy. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine the scene? I mean, you and I should do an 11 o'clock show like uh, the old uh, like the old SNL, but we'll just dedicate it to <laughs> these. Every, you, imagine the show every night. You get some woman that comes out, a guy's going to rape her, and she says, what school did you go to? And he, he takes it as a come on. Right, right. He, does. he says, oh, I, yeah, I, I went to uh, Bishop Lockham High School like, like uh, James and I did. Yeah, we have something in common. Oh, you like me? <laughs> <laughs> what a moron! I mean, seriously. I mean, if I, if I, you know, you walk up. Many years ago, when I was single, I used to engage in the practice of trying to meet women. Sure. I think they call it picking people up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you go, you go up, and you, that's usually a line that you would start with. Oh, I think I know you. Didn't we go to the same school? <laughs> Didn't we meet at the dance? Maybe that would be good, too. I think the guy, the guy comes in, he's got a knife at, at your throat, and you say, Gee, pal, I think we met at the dance. <laughs> or uh, use your words. Don't use that knife. Oh, yeah. Use your words. Oh. Your mother taught you to use your words. <sighs> this is pathetic. It also will get people killed. Yes. If, yes. I mean, if anybody is, you know, naive enough, and there may be, to take this woman seriously because she's in public office, which says something to a lot of people, imagine following that advice. I mean, this is like uh, uh, malpractice Yeah. for a politician. It is. I mean, I know that uh, sometimes when you're put in a difficult situation, especially women who are still the hunted today, I admit that, and they will sometimes say things or do things Really, Rudy, just to save their lives because they don't want to die, you know. So they may do that anyway just to stop the perp from killing them. But to say that, don't call the cops. I mean, what do you think she would do if her window broke at 3 o'clock in the morning? She'd call the cops immediately. And she, right. She's not even saying don't call the cops if you can't. I mean, because the guy's got you or he grabbed you or you'll make him angry or something. She's saying don't call the cops at all because they can't help. Right. <laughs> Under any circumstances, just hang in there and do it yourself. I mean, we better start a major uh, kung fu programs and <laughs> teach everybody to be a, a warrior. It's true, because we have no choice. I mean, you had this poor EMS worker, God rest her soul. She's going to be, 
I guess, it's are laid to awful. rest today, and she was stamped to death. Another guy in Harlem got slashed over the weekend. I mean, Eric Adams, I know he's your favorite like he's my favorite. He walks around like he's you, like he's the greatest mayor in the history of New York, and the city is crumbling all around him, and I still, still have people around me, Rudy, saying things like, Oh, at least he's better than de Blasio. Give him some more time. He's not that He's not that bad. Where do you live? Yeah, I mean, it's all results, isn't it? It's not is he, he, maybe he's better, he's more intelligent, or he doesn't say as many stupid no, things. I don't but know. The city, is doing, the city is doing worse. I mean, oh, we, we have to judge by results. Crime up 35 to 40%. Overall, he has shootings down a little bit and murder down a little bit. But then sporadically, we get a, a, a day like last Wednesday where 16 people were shot. In one day? In one day, 16 people were yeah, shot. Yeah. I don't remember that in the bad old days. Me either. People shot. No. Oh, my God. I mean, the, 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 that has to be a city completely out of control. And think of all the random shootings we have. You, you used to be able to say, I'll go here, that's safe. I'll go there, that's safe. Now you're sitting in a restaurant and a bullet comes in the window. You're sitting in a restaurant. Mm, yeah. You're not you, in the middle. You're not, right. It's not 4 o'clock in the morning you, in the that, middle of a dangerous that, neighborhood. That used to be reserved for places in Little Italy where a bullet comes through in the afternoon. Yeah, and they didn't hit innocent people. They, they, they knew. <laughs> oh, they I know. Knew, and if they did, they'd be killed. Right. Exactly right. That is, there was some honor uh, back then when uh, when the mob was um, some before yeah, John I mean, Gotti. they should have done all that killing, but, right. you know. It is. It's business. Rudy, it's just business. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> so what do you think? So what do you think about our, our, our guy Lee Zeldin now with all this talk about crime and all these issues? And, you know, he, he seems to be, be ahead of it by 10 points. I know, but uh, you think he's going to win? She's a walking, she, I mean, she's a walking criminal problem. She'll be indicted at some point if they're, wow. for example, if we get a, a Republican president and a Republican uh, appointed U.S. attorney, uh, the case is, I mean, she's making a case every week, uh, take, taking the 600 and uh, uh, given out a $640 million contract to a company in three hours without any without any due diligence, and it's not necessary. It's a middleman company that doubled or tripled the price of mass, uh, of uh, tests. California is buying the same test for like $5. We're paying $13. So all she has to do is get rid of the company she's paying, go directly to the company that makes the mass. She gets the same discount as crazy california however this guy gave her we can count almost 400 grand in contributions quickly that's big money for for a a new time candidate and it all happens at exactly the same time so maybe you give her one of those she's got two or three of them yep and her husband standing in line to make a fortune yep on the on the stadium that she's spending sid She's spending $4 billion more on that Jeez. stadium than she has to. Not I'm not just counting the inflated construction costs. I'm counting the bribes she had to br- make in order to get the votes from the people who didn't want the stadium. Yep. She went and built things for them, added $4 billion to the new budget she came back with that Cuomo had. So she's spending $4 billion of our money. So a husband can make a fortune because he owns the concession. Unbelievable. I mean, Letitia James would have an easier time putting her away than Trump. She can't even come That's up with a, a criminal example, case. Sid. I didn't, I, you know, you think about it right, right in front of it. If she wants to go headhunting for a politician, right? Yeah. That's what, even, even, uh, you know, I, I would say, hey, Letitia, try to help out with the violent crime that's going on. 
When I became U.S. attorney in 1983, New York City had a violent crime problem. I went right to Mayor Koch, and I said, what can I do to help? I was the U.S. prosecutor. I said, Look, I have some federal resources here that can help you. What can I do? He said, work on the Lower East Side. And I started a great program there. And she should be going to the DAs. How about, how about going up to Rochester and finding out why that has more murders per capita than any city in America? Yeah. Yep. Little Rochester, little yep. tiny Rochester. Uh, also, uh, Binghamton, small uh, town, they get a ton of murderers. You know, Syracuse, of course. And, um, they and there don't was... have an NYPD. I mean, yep. for all of our, for all of even the problems it has, even, you know, working with one arm tied behind its back, we're better off with that NYPD than they yep. are most places. Agreed. No, no question. Yep. So on the way out, I want to ask you this. Uh, first of all, your son was great with me on television on uh, Saturday and uh, yeah, Sunday. He, was. he, he was, had a lot of fun, too. He was great. And and the baby, no they didn't show it, but the baby, your granddaughter, was actually applauding when your son started to speak. It was adorable. Like, it was like she knew her father was on TV. I it was saw, so... I, saw, I saw the video. He trains her well, right? Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> but I got it. As a guy that has made such amazing inroads in this city, will always be regarded long after you're gone, Rudy, as the greatest politician here ever, certainly a controversial life afterwards, Trump and all that stuff, the radio stuff, you're really good at it. I love having you on every week now. It's one of the really high, uh, highlights of my week. Are you enjoying it? You like it? It's fun? Oh, my goodness. Am I enjoying it? You can't think of the amount of money it's saving me in psychiatry. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'd be saying all this stuff, you know, everybody get tired and they say, you got to, we're going to get you a psychiatrist. You got to go talk to somebody because you're boring. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, I enjoy it a lot. I mean, it keeps me, it keeps me every day. I, first thing I do when I get up is I collect all the, you know, all the newspaper articles. And I, I think of, I do my podcast every week. So I think of long-term as I'm doing the news, I start thinking of what are the long-term implications of this? And I like to try and focus on the things that, no, that are being censored. I like to encourage all of our journalists or reporters who think the way we do, you know, on more conservative side of it, that our role here is more important than it's ever been. Agreed. It really is. There is, there, there is no free speech in America. No. If it wasn't for, we could name 20 people and maybe five or 10 stations, and that's it. And some of them are only half and half. Yep, like Fox News. But I mean, like WABC, and that's one of the great things. I mean, when 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 they write John Castamatidis, you can write it right now. I'm not, I shouldn't even say eulogy, but God forbid, or mine. But this is going to be one of the, the, one of the greatest things he did. WABC. Oh, he, I think he'd admit this that. Is, this is bigger than running for mayor, being yeah. mayor. Yeah, no, I think he'd agree to that. All the great success he's had to in business, whether it's been real estate or oil. Helped a lot of people. Think of all the people in New York employed by his uh, by his uh, stores. I yep. mean, that's a wonderful contribution. Yes. Hard to beat. Yeah, you beat it by free speech. Yep, and he's you done a great it, job. At a time when it's being attacked. Yep. Well, listen, uh, we'll do this again next Monday, and next Monday's a big day, Rudy, because it's Columbus Day. And, no, uh, it isn't. Yes, it Get is. Get away with that. Oh, it's not? He's a bad man. <laughs> you know him. Everybody knows him. I mean, they know for sure the truth about Columbus. I mean, first of all, until 20 years ago, we weren't even sure we knew if Columbus existed. I mean, so many mythologies. One time at an Italian-American function when I was being made the Grand Marshal of the Parade, I said that I think that he had Jewish background. <laughs> Okay, one Italian guy, a judge, a guy who was a federal judge, said, 
What are you What are you doing? Taking one of our heroes away from us? <laughs> Everybody's got to be a Jew. Uh, it's funny. Everybody's got to be a Jew. Yeah, I said, true. "What are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? There's no books written about this." Oh, I that's great. That is good. So you know what? So next week we'll celebrate Indigenous People Day, you and I. How about that? No, we'll celebrate. I mean, I'm thinking of going to the parade dressed as Columbus. Well, I'll be there. I'll be there in a convertible you know, Cadillac. I'll hold a globe in my hand. I love you know? it. I love it. And I don't know. I don't know what I'll do with the finger on my other hand. <laughs> Rudy, you're great, baby. We'll be listening at three o'clock this oh, afternoon. Dear, Thank you, Rudy. Have a good week. You too. What a great appearance right there by Rudy Giuliani. A great appearance here on the Burning and Sit in the Morning Show. Make sure you're listening at 3 o'clock this afternoon to my dear friend, the esteemed mayor himself, the great Rudolph Giuliani.